But, but, you win some and lose some I heard that my whole life I heard that my whole life But that doesn't make it right Okay, you got a Man, that doesn't make it right Man, that doesn't make it right Okay, you win some, lose some, break some, bruise some Life could be a test, multiple choice, choose some Choose one, stick with it, man, prove some Sometimes the best teachers is ourselves going through some Real life a teacher at way fast I always thought my last girl was supposed to be my last I got four aunties, two uncles, one dad, one mom Two brothers and 200 and mad And it's only one me, divided and do the math I'm the one that dropped out, got no time for the class How I'm supposed to have time? For everyone I just said I don't even have time for everything in my head And you are tuning in Uh-oh. To Why Not Sports Uh-oh. With the homie D. Murph So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? Yeah, why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey, why not sports? D Murph, you a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, everybody? This the big homie D Murph with another. Edition, a great edition of edition coming back from vacation slash promoting a brand edition of why not sports with yours truly. Hey, y'all. I'm glad to be back in the lab with my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy, Rook Boy, Turn Up Row. What's up, dog? Man, what's good, man? It's an early morning edition too. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But I'm up. I'm here. Yeah, I know so you are, big brother. I'm, I'm up with the birds. So I'm gonna man, be, man, hey, red eye flight. Few hours late. <laughs> Look at that. Can't even talk. Few hours later in the lab, bro. Just got home a few hours ago, and I'm gonna put this show out today. Come on, world. The grind is real. The grind is real. But yeah, go ahead, big dog. Let, let the world know how you been, man. Um, uh, good, man. Um, you know the work schedule kind of switched up on me, so uh, got to move everything into the mornings now. You know how that goes, you know. So, yes, I do. Um, afternoons and nights are pretty much gone, so everything got pushed up into the mornings now. So that's an adjustment because I haven't been like that for a little bit, but I'm trying to adjust to it. So it's just. Different because you know all that stuff goes on in the morning with traffic and trying to get around the city and do stuff in the mornings and get up and go do stuff in the mornings. But I think I'm yeah. home so late, you yeah. Know, so yeah, no, that's real. It's an adjustment, but that's just my been my biggest thing right now. I'm just been I've been real busy at work. Things picked up out of nowhere, but that's how the nature of business I, I work in be. So yes, yeah, sir. Uh, other than that, man, I've been like, staying out the way. You know what I mean? Oh, so just between work facts. and doing that, man, I've just been kicking it, man. I can't really complain about nothing. Oh, that's you know, a bet, so. man. That's a bet. And uh, you know I have to rep, though, big brother. Coming from uh, Viva Las Vegas. Out in Vegas, y'all. 
Podpalooza 2018. Don't have a lot of pictures yet to post because I wanted to sit down and record with my dog, like I said, early morning edition. Just got back into town a couple of hours ago, and now I'm here dropping this heat, showing y'all how much we love and care about y'all. My week outside of that, working my butt off, making sure I line things up, man, planning my trip for next weekend as well, headed to Corpus Christi. I'll be the guest speaker at Believe Church with the great pastor Cornelius Winchester, who's given me an opportunity just to kind of tell my story and just it's just humbling man that you know doors are opening up within a small time frame and that allows me to bring up the title episode 79 dog with over 90 tracks titled win some lose some with big sean and his girl (laughs) you know win some you lose some yes sir yes sir and yes sir and another thing, man, outside of my week, just good to link up with like-minded individuals, breaking bread, rubbing elbows, brother. That's the, that's probably the biggest thing that I can honestly say. And missing my dog, you know, with his busy schedule, too. <laughs> yeah, well, it looked like it was, all y'all had a real good time out there. I seen some of the pictures and a lot of the stuff that was out there. It was, I can tell it was a good vibe out there. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was having fun, you know. Right. And I guess it's kind of a good time to seek, finally put the face with the microphone. Yes, on, sir. You know, because like, you know, you probably linked up with 100% of people was out there already. But right, actually right, to right. see them and shake their hands and see yeah. where they are as a people, you know, face to face is a bit, a bit different from behind the mic or on Skype or whatever, however we do it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a good look for everybody that was out there at the Popalooza, you know, right, so I kind of get right, to right. see the faces to go yeah, with people. Big Roy, y'all, they was like, where's Big Roy? Where's Big Roy? You know, men, women, man, they was definitely looking for my dog, but like I said, Sometimes you see them, sometimes you don't. I was on the clock. Oh, and guess <laughs> you what? called me that night Friday where I was where I was at. Yep. Call and check on all you let you know I'm good. I'm yeah. staying out the way. Yeah. <laughs> Finding ways to, you know, promote the brand and also just continue to grow and just with the future ideas and the future events that was coming up. So yeah, that's another thing too, man. The love I have for Big Roy. Is, is, is definitely genuine just being out there realizing how much of an impact he has with not only me but the brand as a whole and just the part that I can actually call and just talk to you and say hey this is kind of what I'm leaning toward or these are future events that of course you are included in and it's always good to have somebody you can bounce ideas or just pick up the phone and call that understands or even works with you to get the level uh, of excellence and also to, to, to take the brand to the next level. So I'm definitely grateful for, for your support and, and just what you bring to the table as a whole. So, yeah. Um, that's, Appreciate I, it, man. Yeah, no doubt, brother. I'm sure uh, throughout the show I'll be doing some other things. And baseball, big dog. I want to start off with them Boston. Red Sox. Well, number seventy nine. Oh, see, look number at that. See, look at that. See, that's why you everybody's dog and my dog. See, I forgot all about it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know the episode seventy nine. We go with the number seventy nine. We got a 
a current player we're gonna go with Brandon Brooks. Nice. Probably guys probably don't know much about him. He's more of a low key type of guy. He's in that played for National Football League. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles. He started his career here in Houston. A third round pick uh, out of out of Miami, the, the Miami, Ohio, Miami. Not oh, the, okay, not the Miami, okay, okay. And, um, yep, yep. Florida yep, to the other yep. Miami in Ohio. Is that the same school Big Ben went to? Yeah, Big Ben. Okay. Yeah, See, yeah, I know my, I know my. I see, you got still the history down, you know. So. Shout out to Ryan's uh, Zaire shares. Well. <laughs> Talk about that. In a but yeah, man, Brandon Brooks uh, drafted that third round in Houston. Uh, ended up leaving Houston two years ago and signed a a big contract for the Philadelphia Eagles because the guy deserved. It. He's one of the best offensive guards in the NFL. I'm talking Demar. He's six four, three hundred forty six pounds. You know, <laughs> you know. So the guy is a big mauler of all his alignment. That's crazy, man. Somebody yeah, that so, big, that athletic, bro. Man, That's he's, crazy. He's huge, and he. I mean, he went to the first Pro Bowl last year. So congratulations to him. But the thing about him is, he has a. I don't want to call the disorder or anything, but he struggled with anxiety his whole career while in college. And uh, a little bit while he was with the NFL, I think he said a lot of it while he was with the Texans. And um, like I told you, I remember they had a special on him during the football season. Oh, he's, you know, he's been usually come out every every Sunday got a special on somebody talking right. about some motivational right. thing like that. Right. He, they had a story on him. He opened up about his anxiety issues before games, having ulcers, having medical complications before games. And I think the recently this past season he was able to go back to his university and sit down in front of a panel of people, the students there, and open up about his story, by uh, of his anxiety, you know, by getting the awareness out about it, put reaching back to his community, pretty much, you know. So that was a good big reach for him. So I think it's a good story, man. If you want to get check it out? It's on it's on the internet too. With his his story about his uh, anxiety issues. Look it up, y'all know how we do it. Look know, it so up. Brandon Brooks, man, uh, overcoming a lot, man, low key guy. But he like a big here. Roy low key, like a big Roy low key. But he just low key six four three hundred forty six. Hey hey hey, you <laughs> so, six four yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know how low key you could be six four three hundred fifty pounds, man. Uh. But he's a cool guy. Like I say, he's a, a hell of a lineman. You know, I seen him play. I seen him develop in Houston to where he got worked his butt off to get paid a good contract. And that turns out he's in Super Bowl last year and won a Super Bowl ring. So look at it now, you know. So hard work pays off, man. Shout out to Brandon Brooks, man. BB, the grind is real, and it's interesting you say that, man. It's like a lot of us being, you know, student athletes post career, and I know you still big with UTEP, just like obviously I'm big at, at my university. And I think it's always good because. You can never get enough of alumni to go back to the university where it all started from or help you get the understanding and knowledge of sports, especially the business side of it. So for him to come back to do that, man, for those student athletes is huge. And also, that's why it's important to have random acts of kindness because you never know what a person is dealing with or even going through. And that's why I tell you often or our listeners, we love them, we thank them, or we are invited to events. One of us at least make an attempt to the best of our ability to show our face and to be there because we, it, the love is real. Yeah. And, 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 and when you are in a position such as him to do that, man, you just, it just, it's a, a true, like to your points, a true testament 
on regardless of what he was going through. He still gave it 100%. And we would have never known until he, you know, finally broke his silence. So. Yeah. And like I said, you, you, when he does that thing, you never know who's in that audience that needs that encouragement right. to go sit down and talk to somebody about the same issue they facing. You know, but now I see a guy like him who's been on the top platform playing the Super Bowl, yep. ready to talk about it, open up about it, you yep. know, so they feel like the courage, they can open up about it now yep. too, so it's the best of both worlds with that. Win some, you lose some, but as long as you're doing the best of your ability and yeah. everything you have, things will definitely pay dividends. And it goes back to what I was saying, because again, the big homie, only a couple hours of sleep, but hey. I'm getting back on track. Boston Red Sox. First team to get 20 wins. The boys on a historic win streak. Total wins, I should say, as far as at this particular pace of the Major League Baseball season. And it doesn't surprise me. No, because it's usually the East Coast teams. Yeah. New York, where this, well, now the Mets are stepping up. But the Mets, the Yankees, and the Red Sox, even when they had Big Poppy. You know what I mean? Mr. Ortiz for the Red Sox and the Yankees, of course, with A-Rod and Derek Jeter. So those two teams consistently is always usually in the top five in Major League Baseball. So what the Red Sox are doing right now, my list is like, okay, Murph. I said, guys, does Why not sports? I do know sports. But uh, for those first-time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in and rocking with the big homie. But, uh, but yeah, so to me, that's really not a surprise because they've always had that winning Pedigree. And just right now, they're just starting off on a very, very good streak. Like you said, either, it's either them or the Yankees. <laughs> it's like that, the whole of that division, this is, you know, that's how they always start. But hey, sometime it ain't about how you start, how you finish. So we'll see, you know, how that turns out in midsummer, you know? So, yes, sir. Yes, but sir. They, they are on fire. They, they are rolling right now. They are rolling. You know, they got some good chemistry, I see, too. Yeah, you know, I see the I see the Yankees are getting together too. You know, so them bats are flying in New York too. So, but that come to I mean, we kind of expect that with the addition of the other guy. You know, they got a standing. So you know, we'll see how that plays out. Oh yes, sir. As you know, in due time, in due time, more will come out and about. So another person, East Coast Pittsburgh Pirates, the pitcher Nick Kingham. If y'all do not know, this guy right here struck out nine in his first Major League Baseball start. Very powerful story. First time ever starting, and you strike out nine. I can't even strike out nine in a video game, let alone, you know, professional first ever start. So, shout out to him, Mr. Nick King. It's a way to start your career off. <laughs> Really, that's the way to start your career off. Because some, as the title of the show, you win some, you lose some. So for him to start off on a winning note, <laughs> that's how you want it. Yeah, man, that's a winning note for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. You know, I'm excited until we get to this NFL draft. I know we got NBA talk. But win some and lose some, did the Cleveland win? Or did they lose? Anyway, we're going to get to that. I just want, it just, it just, it's just something, man, that just keep. When a football part come. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make this basketball part short. But before, as you guys know, I'm a huge, huge, huge Spurs fan. And definitely rest in peace to Coach Popovich's wife, 
I know that was a devastating blow to the fans and the organization. Continue to, you know, show my condolences because, you know, again, I'm, I am a married man and I can only imagine my rock not by my side. So definitely want to give him, um, you know, just a shout out to support and just tell him to keep, keep holding on and keep fighting the good fight. Um, I'm not going to talk about the series with the Spurs and the Warriors because we know the outlook on that. Okay. Yeah. And as you did, get, I, I saw that at when you at me on the IG talking about Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi wants to have more of a balanced basketball season to where it was not as not as strenuous practices, film. Just basically more time basketball-wise. He kind of wanted more of a balanced lifestyle. I can, I can see both sides. Me of too. It. I was about to say the same thing. I think because, you know, Pop is so old school. So he's like... Yeah. He's still running his practice. Maybe was when he was back in the 90s and the early 2000s. Maybe when he was thinking when Duncan was there. When it was... Grusel practices You know But this time and age People more like Analytics of Of basketball They want to use And he's not ready To do all that You know so Right But I mean Kawhi I mean I don't really feel like Kawhi has Much to say right now Until you actually Get back out there 100% With right. your team like then start questioning the motives of what's going on around the coach with, with the practices and stuff. Right, but first, initiate right. yourself. First, come out and say you want to be a spur. That's what I want to hear. Say so. True. We can, so the reporters can shut up. The media can shut up. Right. All these fake news right. about he want right. to go to Cleveland or L.A. with all that stuff like that. Shut that. Shut that. Shut that stuff up first. Yeah. You know. Yeah, just yeah. say you want to be a spur. So right. I can end that up. You know. So and it's so on Kawhi. Like he he's so quiet and he, he he's quiet. But it's the media talking for him. He's not saying nothing. That's what's the weird thing about it. You and know, so one thing I've learned, and again, I, I just came from Vegas. A lot of sports heads and people that I've been able to interact with. We had a question: How many successful stu- superstars in the NBA are soft spoken, especially in today's game? Exactly my point My listeners like Murph you are a fool Glad you and Big Roy are back But you see what I mean And shout out to D McKenzie too man Holding us down last week All stake no sizzle Appreciate that Yeah Just saying Yeah. I, I can't think of one you have to fit that mold. Mm-hmm. The mold of just being more outspoken. Not, like you said, letting the media speak and define you as that leader. And again, as a huge Spurs fan, Kawhi was not around during the playoffs. He wasn't even on the bench. You need to be on the bench. Well, it was reports that he was in New York getting treatment and uh, it's particular rehab but I don't know how 100% that accurate is correct again hashtag fake news yeah but you know I've been looking I seen Ricky Rubio with his team last night 
yesterday and he that's just pulled a hamstring on Friday. So, you know, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, that's all. Oh, I'll be there in spirit. After a while, that, that gets old. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's from a different perspective. I seen Kyrie when he got hurt. He was there too. He had to go to surgery. So it was like, I, I never understand that about Kawhi, you know. Just the more support is so you can right. to see you there. Feel like you are supporting them, even though they know right. you're injured. Just to look on that right. bitch and see that's our best player here supporting right. us, you know. But hey, you know, win some, lose some, quite certain points, brother. You you can win some, you know, some some good valid points, but also you can lose some points. True. So pick and choose your battles wisely, brother. I'm I'm sure he, it's all gonna come together. But on a positive note about the Spurs, <laughs> Ginobili talking about coming back, and yeah, I say that's positive. For two reasons. One, they can groom those younger guys. The backcourt for the Spurs are super young, by the way. Put they got, him, uh, put them out there early. What they got mean? Murray put and uh, what's the other guy? Forbes. Anderson. Got, yep, yep. Kyle Anderson. So they yeah. got some young I, people. I like those guys. I like the young pieces, man. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. And then Ginobili and Parker have the most playoff wins by any tandem in the NBA. Shout out to them too. Shout out to Parker. Oh, mm-hmm. Not too big on Ginobili. <laughs> hey, like 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 Charles say, Ginobili, <laughs> Ginobili. Yes, sir. You think gonna be thinking both on come back one more year though? Him and Parker. I think so. I think I think yes, sir. I think I think this will be their uh, like the their last year. Yep, their farewell farewell tour. Is Parker under contract for one more year, or they got to rework some? That's a good question. I think he's still under contract. But Ginobili, I think Ginobili is the one that they got to negotiate. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 So I think Parker got one more, and then Ginobili. Yeah, he's he's a he's basically a free agent right now. But yeah, I think I think those two will go out for their farewell tour. Give it one more run, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Seeing what Kawhi, especially if Kawhi return, I think they're going to do one one last hurrah. Yeah, I think I think like, like them two guys going to give one more lap. I think Dirk is going to give his last hurrah, and I think maybe D-Way is going to do his victory lap, too. Yeah, that's fair enough. You know, I think those four guys can do a victory. Maybe Vince Carter, too. Yeah, yeah I, I want to meet Vince, man. <laughs> for you still to be doing windmills at 41 <laughs> or in your 40s, and yeah. still make it look effortlessly. Yeah. So, they finna get their last hurrah, hooray. So, that should be interesting. And the league in good hands now, man. Oh, you And we gonna talk about the Ben Simmons, the yeah. Donovan Mitchells. Yes. That guy's unbelievable, I think. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Another DM. Because Donovan Mitchell, his first two playoff games scored 55 points. Most points by a rookie guard ever. Michael had 53. You know, at times, he looks unguardable. And 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 I say that even while he was going against Westbrook last last series. Mm-hmm. And he was going at Westbrook. I know. Like, one-on-one at him, getting past him to the paint layup. Mm-hmm. And that's Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook come back down, do the same thing to him. But this is a rookie. Westbrook, that's rookie, exactly. Westbrook been here, what, six, seven, eight years. You know, so... This is guy for his playoff series, you know. And the guy's the truth. I, I'm a real big fan. I'm not, I'm not rooting for him that much right now because he's playing against Houston, but I like his game overall. Man, Houston, uh, man, Houston better sweep them. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. But but I'm not sleeping on them because they, they, they got true. They, they got Rudy Gobert, big butt down. Gobert, there. Mitchell, and the guy Ingles. 
Angles, whatever his name is. Yeah, Angles, Joe Angles, Big so, Lefty. They they got a talent. I think the Rubio is gonna hurt them though without him because I think he's supposed to be out for like at least a week or two. You yep, know, so yep, he's yep. really gonna hurt them. But so to backtrack though, Big Brother, the predictions that we said, I was wrong on a lot of mine. The uh, the only one I was right was the uh, I was wrong with the Philadelphia and the Heat. Mm-hmm. I was wrong on that one. I was wrong on the uh, Toronto and Washington. You picked Washington to upset them? I think I did. Yeah. I think I did. If my list is backtracked to Big Homie, episode 78, you would think I know, but I got so much content out there. That's why I put it out there, so y'all can hold me accountable. Yeah, yeah. And then... uh, and then uh, the Portland. Yep, I had my man Dane Lillard. Lillard. Shout out to him being a father too. Baby boy, that. baby boy that. is here. Shout out to Dane Lillard. And uh, yeah, my Portland Trailblazers, bro. They, 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 they get yeah, them. What, them what do you Jacks. think they go next? I mean, because I saw already. I mean, that's that's only my big surprise of the playoffs so far. What do you, what do the Portland Trailblazers? Because there was a three, four top team all year, huh? Yeah, they were the seated. West? They were seated number three. Yeah, so like Dame Lillard, I think he's the X factor because he got shut down. That's my point. Shout to Drew Holiday, you know, because he played the X and City. And then they play against Golden State, and 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 they just you know splash brothers times five. <laughs> Anybody was out there hit. I can go out there and you know what I'm saying hit a three or open shot. So it's just I mean, well, I, mean game but one. I never I, I have that's my first time kind of really seeing Dame Lillard wrapped up like that like. Like dude was didn't look like his point guard all star self that whole series. I mean, maybe it's the compliment like I say the Drew, what Drew Holiday was on because no, no, it's that baby. Ah, let me stop. <laughs> let no. me stop. No, not to say listen that having a baby slow you down, but that's his first. He felt like, hey, I want to be there initially. I'm just trying to defend my dog, Dame. Dame Dollar. I see you trying to give me. You know, so look at me. Look at me. I only had a few hours of sleep. Guess what? I got home late. Of course, I kicked it with my son first thing in the morning. Got them ready. So, I'm just saying it's possible. Bruh, that's all. And who did New Orleans beat again? In the first round? Yeah. No, the the Trailblazers. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I don't know why I thought they played somebody else. Nah. So, New Orleans, you know, in my head, New Orleans was Playing hide and six. Yeah, you know New Orleans is like one of the first teams done with their series. That's crazy. They was, they was a six seed. Yeah, they were chilling for like a week almost. I told y'all I was uh, a couple hours of sleep in, but I'm <laughs> still I'm still here though. I'm still bringing that thunder. So, but okay, so I'm on the same page now. Yeah. Um, LeBron closed it out yesterday. Um, ooh man, the Pacers should have won. I'm not happy with that game. Me too. I was really rooting for the Pacers. I like because. Like I say, these the NBA is in good hands with Victor Oladipo, you know. So. Oh man, <laughs> I keep telling people Westbrook changed his whole career because they got similar style mm-hmm. moves because of Victor studied the MVP, which I need to talk about as far as the MVP candidates, MVP race, and some other things. But yeah, Victor Oladipo, yeah, he gonna be he gonna be all right. But I knew he was gonna be all right when he was came into the league. He just needed somebody to have confidence yeah, remember, and faith in. Remember you saying that like a couple weeks ago about him too. Yeah, boy got game. But um, kind of scared for a little bit for LeBron because that took him seven games, and the dude played like forty five minutes last night. He had to get forty five points to win. 
So it's like it ain't getting no easier, bro. You with 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 Toronto sitting right here, and with whatever Philly can do, you know, against Boston. So it's like <laughs> I, I don't see it getting no easier for LeBron. I mean, Kevin Love stepped up a little bit last night, yesterday evening. The referees, man, saved those Cavaliers. But all of us were saying, and while we were in Vegas. They're not going to let Cleveland lose a LeBron, game seven. LeBron in not going to let Cleveland lose. LeBron would have shot every shot in that fourth quarter if he had to win, and pretty much almost. Well, that too. So you know, yeah, the Pacers didn't have no chance. Yeah, even though he only lost by four. I'm gonna take LeBron in game seven in the East anytime, any any day of the week. Maybe until they get Philly, hit see Philly. I don't have them winning the East though. Me either. I don't. I don't. But it would have to be a game seven. Yeah. Against Philly, I'm gonna have to think about that hard and long. But know? people saying the Rockets still not even close against mm-hmm. the Warriors, based on what I've heard in, in Vegas and kind of in my. Yeah, good thing I didn't go to Vegas. We, we yeah, it, I'm arguments. just being real. Uh, maybe because we was closer to the West Coast. Yeah, why they was going for for Golden State more yeah, compared to some big arguments out there. Yeah, I'm sure in Houston we like we we all away champions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's true. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, just from the first round. Yeah, who did we play in the first round? Who the Rockets? Yeah, uh, Minnesota. That's right. They won only one game. Yeah, you know we went off that one quarter for like fifty points. Ever since then we've been woken up. That quarter woke our whole team up. When yeah, we got that fifty in that one quarter. Ever yep. since then we've been rolling. So yep. we, we, yep. we, we yep. hit yep. our top. Yep. We were struggling the first two games. Remember you tweeted me like we're looking kind of. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. bro, just give it a little bit. You know, Harden trying to figure it out and that quarter hit and we ain't been we've been ain't been the same since then. I so. think he had what twenty in that, that one quarter? Twenty two. And then everybody else contributed over twenty, so that was fifty points in one 50 quarter. Fifty points in the one that ain't happened since nineteen sixty two, the Lakers. And speaking of James Harden, bro, I, I, let me backtrack. Two things. Sergi Baca, bro. He he got three different languages that he can speak fluently. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. He did an interview post conference. I was like, oh, he did this. You know, he did this English, then he did uh, his his other language, and then he did another one. I'm like, Serge, that's pretty talented, bro. Yeah, yeah. I know Ebonics, English, and very little Spanish. So do that <laughs> classify as me being fluent? I just remember, <laughs> I remember, remember Barca when they when they went to the uh, NBA Finals a couple years ago, playing LeBron. I asked him doing the interview. He did the same thing. And he was talking different. I'm like, oh, okay. You, I didn't know. I thought you were just straight. Yeah, bus. look it up, y'all. <laughs> that that caught me by surprise. That yeah. was one of the. It makes sense because like, he got a little accent, so you kind of figure he got a little some some different uh, language in him too. So yeah. I remember seeing that yeah. a couple years yeah. ago when he was in the finals. So that's, like that's, an Idris Alba. I ain't know. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna tell on myself. I thought he was a straight up Englishman, like English speaker, until I realized this was one like yesterday, but a few years ago, I said, oh, this dude is, yeah, he. Naturally got an accent So shout out to him for Disguising his voice And some It's a couple more things I want to hit on dog So the McDonald All-American Darius Baisley He decommitted from Syracuse To go to the G League Forget college I'm becoming a professional athlete Now usually we spoke on this before But they went overseas He's going straight to the G League He said he felt like it increased his chances to not only learn in the NBA system, but he'll be seen better 
or it it, it it increased his exposure compared to going overseas. Okay, I can respect that then. You know, I'm just being honest. That, that's true. That is that, that will compared to going him. overseas. Yeah, that would help him. You know, he's playing in the G League or D League G League. It is now. Mm-hmm. I think it will because, but you know, the G League summertime is coming with that too. So they get a lot of exposure with that too after, right. the, NBA, after the NBA draft and all that. So I, 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 I can I can vouch for that. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Um, Copy that. Turn down. I mean, I just turn down the college experience is you know something hard is to realize too because that's only a once in a lifetime experience you get to right go through with college especially college basketball right the right. tournament and all that stuff right, with that right. but he sees the bigger picture of himself and that playing against professionals so he got to run for a wise hot I guess so how I mean, much of the ball brothers was an influence there you know he dropped that 71 point game he was like yo I'm going to the league bro I mean, I don't think the Barbers had nothing to do with that because the Barbers <laughs> is on some different stuff. You know, so. that's what I'm saying. Maybe he feel like if they can make it, dog, I'm, I, I know I can make it. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much, he pretty much better than one third of the Barbers anyway. So take a chance, man. Roll with it. Copy you know, that. Man. I would, you know, G League. So I mean, somebody's gonna take a chance on us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're probably yes. gonna see that a lot more too, especially if he wanted something. These guys start getting successful and get picked up with that. Yeah, um, they're gonna turn on D one offers and go straight to the G League. You know, so. And I'm telling you, the NCAA gonna have to figure out something Ooh, real they soon. Gonna, they gonna be hot. They gonna be hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a McDonald's All American. They gonna cut that out real quick. They are gonna move it to the top of the priority list. Yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. And also, man, special shout out too, man. There's a young lady that. Is the first ever executive to be named not only for the sports business journals 40 under 40, but she's the first NBA first chief diversity and inclusion officer and the senior vice president of the Atlanta Hawks. Zing Shaw, look it up. She wearing a lot of shoes, man. So look it up. Shout out to Atlanta for giving her the opportunity. Yeah, that's big. Zing Shaw, first ever executive. Yep, that's big. Congrats to her, man. You know, with the Falcons too. So hey, Arthur Blank and those guys. So, hey. Yep. Shout out to ATL. Man. Yeah, I'm just being honest, man. Shout out to giving a sister an opportunity to hold it down. Yeah. And speaking of sisters. So, and this kind of was one of the, the questions, but we can answer it. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna do the full court press today because you know how we do it. We 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 just want to give out some dope content. But it's a seven foot volleyball player named Miranda Weber. Look it up. Seven foot. They're trying to see if she's even worth a D one scholarship just for her height. Yeah. Like, why, why are they trying to figure that out for? Seven foot. Like, like has she don't have. She, she, she played basketball before? No. Wow. So she, she had to be learning the game. Right. That's what that was. That was kind of the the setback was the coordination. Uh, I don't know about that one there. But she's seven foot. Miranda Weber, seven foot volleyball player. You could be seven foot and get out there against. These D one college basketball women and get embarrassed. I think you know, especially especially if you don't know the game, D Murray. Right, I know, I know. You know That's talking, why I said for volleyball. Vo- volleyball, yeah, she could stay there all day and be my center right there. Yeah, just right there, just <laughs> arms straight up. 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's pretty tough. But basketball with the movement, the footwork, the shots, the athleticism. Yep, yep. Coordination is you huge. know with the girls being more way more athletic these days and yeah, yeah, basketball sir. than they've ever been. That, that could be a, whew, a whirlwind, you know? Yeah. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to put man, that out there, man. Foot, Seven though. foot, man. man. And and it, and it, this this was the question as far as it was it was actually a while ago, but this, I feel like this was the perfect time for me to ask. Murph and Big Roy, are you guys intimidated by women taller than you? No, nah, bring them on. Like, I'm just I was about to say the same thing. Actually, I I think it's cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, that's somebody taller. Than me. Give me a high <laughs> five. You know what I'm saying? I gotta jump up. But I've I've met some six nine women. Yeah, I remember in college it was volleyball girls was always big, not big like it's just tall. Right, basketball girls right, was tall, right, so it, right, it was right. never intimidating to me. It just bigger than me. But I hey, met two, you know, and I think of course it was some six four, six five, but like taller than me. Yeah, I met a couple of six nine women. Yeah, even in my high school it was t- it was tall girls. I remember one of our girls named Brittany. She went to LSU to play volleyball. She was nice. tall, like six not six eleven. You know, so I mean, man, see, I ain't met no seven footer. Yeah, she was like six ten, six eleven. Brittany, she went to play volleyball man. at LSU. So well, I, I, mean, I embrace it. Me too. I mean, I don't have. Hey. I didn't let them put on some heels, bruh. <laughs> hey, not Murph really has short man syndrome, and I'm six out yeah. with short man syndrome. But yeah, Liz, that was you know that was a good question though. I just felt like now I can incorporate that question with um, just discussing Miss Miranda Weber. So it was something that was big dog, like I was saying. So Russell Westbrook, you know, they're doing the award ceremony again, which. I think that's. I haven't adjusted to that new layout. The TNT, you know, after the NBA awards, haven't personally, you know, adjusted to it. But Westbrook still isn't in consideration like a top three MVP player, and he averaged another triple double. LeBron James, James Harden, and Anthony Davis. That's good company right there, though. But how can you average a triple-double for the second consecutive season? And my listeners are like, Murph, you are right. Why isn't he in the top three? It shouldn't even be a question. So who do you take out? If he's Anthony gonna... Davis. Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and James Harden. Yeah, if I had to choose Unanimously, one... it's, that should be the three. If I had to choose one, they would be out. But damn, he had a hell of a year too. But triple double for a second consecutive what, season. What Westbrook does is like, like I be sitting there watching this dude, D Murphy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Who was his trainer? Like, who, who trains this dude? Like, what does he eat in the morning? Like, what what is his pregame meal? Like, what what is his rituals he does? Because I, I never seen a guy. I have yet to see him take a night off. Right, like, just like thank you. Like I, I'm always he's a hundred miles per hour effort every game. Yes, sir. And it's like, what are you? What, what is he doing to get like? What, who is this dude trainer? I'm gonna look that up when I get off the air. I'm, 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 I gotta find who the dude trainer is. Like, cause whoever the dude trainer is, everybody need to be training with him. True. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like that dude motor does not stop, and he and it shows in his play, but. Well, he almost body slammed them uh, fans too. I would do the same thing too, though, man. Because you get a little <laughs> too close. Yeah, my face. You get a little bro. too close, man. But, but like you said, if we get back on track. If I had to take one, I'll take Anthony Davis. You know, because the other two, Harden and 
LeBron. LeBron are for yeah. sure the top two choices to go with there. You know, but that would be hard, you know, because Anthony Davis had a hell of a year too. He but, did. You know, but, but triple-double, that stands out. And not know. even unanimously in the top three for the MVP uh, ballot. Yeah. But look but what look what he had to do to get that triple-double. The last game of the year, he had to go balls out just to – Get 20 rebounds or something like that. And his teammate supports him a lot. That helps. <laughs> he boxing out Melo, so what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Melo, you know, this is my rebound, bro. I'm Russell Westbrook. Melo looking like, man, what you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Good. Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. Yes, sir. Melo gone after this year. Uh, I don't think Melo can be going nowhere. He, he, he has a $28 million option. If he turn out $28 million, he's a crazy man. I agree. You know so <laughs> you, I mean, You're right. I, I'm like, hey, I, I, I keep being, a, you know, you I know, be out there with my 25, if, 30 minutes. If Carmelo turns down $28 million to go somewhere and take $10 million, a, I, I guess it is about winning, but I mean. $28 million sitting on the table right there. But, I man, I'm thinking Paul George. I think, I think they should give one more run. I agree. People are like Murphy should lead. No, Paul nah, George nah, been balling, bro. Now he ain't do nothing last game. I say yeah, all in game seven. Them, I say all three of them guys come back in the summer, get some chemistry, and make one more run. If we don't make one more run, Paul George do your thing, go yep. somewhere, yep. you know, go get make your last run at yep. somewhere else. But I, I think they should give it one more run. Yep, all three of those guys. I agree. And they, I get agree. The, and they get that guy Robinson back to the dude that, that guy who got hurt. Um, yep, yep. Dre Robinson. Yeah, one of these say shoot horrible free throws. You know, so uh. <laughs> I can shoot better percentage with my left hand than what he do. Yeah, he's a, he's a big deal. He's the best, definitely the best defensive player. So I get. Yeah, he is. We we did admit that. Yeah, when he gets back next year, maybe they can be more better on the defensive side because they lack defense all season when he went down. So I say yeah. give him one more run with that. With I agree squad. with you on that one. I agree you know? with you. So what is the second before we go to the second round? So my second thing about the MVP race is that you know LeBron James and James Harden are basically neck and neck. But my question to you, and I was talking to Deshaun about this, is that they both in a regular season shot thirty-seven percent from threes. Does that mean LeBron James is as is a great shooter? No, like a James Harden. No. No, I don't think that's the case. I think um, Harden averages almost 10, 10 uh, three-pointers attempts, attempts a game. game. Yeah. You know, and that, maybe to LeBron's, what, four to five, you know? <laughs> right, the three. big difference. <laughs> it's different. But so, a lot of people don't look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you look at the stat sheet, Harden. LeBron is as great as a shooter as LeBron. Yeah. I mean, uh, Harden, y'all, nah, what you mean? They both nah. shot the same percentage. So, what's the difference? The attempts. The attempts, that's what it is right there. Harden can be what? Five or ten, you know, three pointers that night, and LeBron could be what two for four, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, LeBron and that balances is, out to fifty percent exactly. for him, so that, that makes it a high percentage. Plus, plus LeBron's in the paint all night. Who's gonna stop him in the paint? You know, so I, I now Harden is way better per shooter. Okay, I just had to throw it out there for my LeBron. list based on the stats. LeBron might be a better score, or they might be average of better score, but as in per shooting wise, Harden's. Well over LeBron over that I think that, I mean copy that yeah okay but that was again some for my listeners man yeah. They, they, yeah. you know I thought it was a very good question yeah so we got that taken care of so second round of NBA playoffs brother oh man it's, it's easy for me it's gonna be like what eight teams left something like that yes sir we can run through the first we run through it real quick Rockets um Utah oh you know I Rockets. Thank you. I just wanted to hear it out your mouth. Oh, you know? hey, don't be trying to bully me, dog. Look at me, Roy. Take it over. I just wanted to hear you say the Rockets, you know, going to win. Yes, you know sir. What I'm saying? Um, New Orleans, Golden State. 
go to state. Yeah. Like, Boston, Philly. Boston won game one, though, didn't it? No, game one is tonight, I think. Game one is tonight. The Boston just ended Saturday, I think. That's right. That's right. When, when I was like, how seven. did yeah, I think Boston plays tonight probably. Because Boston went to game seven, right? Yeah, with uh, Milwaukee. I think that was my that was my other one. I thought, well, no, nah, we did say Milwaukee was going to play him, but I think I still gave Boston a nod. Mm-hmm. I think we did both pick Boston that series. We picked but it was tough. Yeah. Of Giannis. Or Giannis. I can't. I can't. Boston don't have a firepower. Then they went seven with Milwaukee. And Milwaukee and Philadelphia are young, athletic. Like, dog, Philadelphia's lineup is 6-8 on up. Some outside of J.J. Reddick. Some big dudes. If athletic. They, yeah, if they want to put, like, a big dude lineup in, people are screwed. Dog. Like, literally. Simmons, Covington, Embiid. Um, yeah, I'm, you can even put Markel Folks in there to play the point. And move he's ben. 6'5. I'm, so I'm saying move Ben to two. And Bro, I'm just saying. Yeah, they you, can get, yeah. If you just go with the big lineup, and I'm sorry, and that's saying with Simmons at the point. Yeah. <laughs> Covington 6'8, six, 6'9. Six, then you got the Big Darick. Then yeah, you got. I forgot about him. Uh, uh, ain't, uh, is, is, is Lova the, the, the tall guy that used to play for the Bucks? Yeah. And then Embiid. You can go with that five and them six nine on up. That's the five they might put out there, LeBron. Like LeBron, stop. You ain't getting into the paint with this team out here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got. I mean, I'm with the six. It's two. Lava, I think his name. But y'all know who I'm talking about for those who really rock with Philadelphia. But yeah, if not that, they 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 lineup can be huge. That's yeah. a big lineup. I got the Sixers too. Then I got uh, I got LeBron beating Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. They, you know, they play them every year. Yeah, so I don't and think nothing's going to change. Something's going to happen in Canada. Going to yeah. set them off or set them back, and they just going to get destroyed. Yeah, so I got. Okay. I mean, I think we agreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that might be it for NBA then, big dog. Okay, sir. This weekend was the um, NFL draft. Yes, yeah, sir. We got some winners. We got some losers. We got some. Guys <laughs> you win that. some, you lose some. <laughs> We got some guys that pulled off some crazy trades and maneuvered their team. We got some guys who forgot their future quarterbacks in the mix. We got some guys that got their future running backs in the mix. Overall, my overall analyst of the of the draft, good draft, D Murph. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very deep draft. By the third, fourth round, it was still a talent getting pulled that can make differences on the team this mm-hmm. season. I'm talking guys that plug in maybe. On a nickel defense can be ready to go right now. Oh, the nickel D. You know, just stuff like that. Pass rushers that can be ready to go right now. You know, so um, I think overall, we t- I think of the shout out to the SEC. SEC again had ten players in the first round. They just keep dominating the draft every year. Every year, Alabama. Period. Yeah. I you mean, know, they producing all type of Alabama, NFL prospects. Georgia. I think they just and LSU. They just them top three schools just keep putting them out, you know. So um, overall, top pick Baker Mayfield. I had a feeling that was going to happen. I, to me, 
he was the best quarterback out of all those four to five guys. Really? To me, he is. And I was still like, dog, you couldn't even do that good in college. Yeah, I mean, but as in then you going to the Browns. Yeah, think about it. He, he I mean, he's not gonna play. Not gonna play right away. They got Tyrod right there. Uh, I think the only quarterback that might get thrown in the mix early is the guy Josh Rosen, the guy that went from a UCLA to the Cardinals. Yep. Because he's all they got on their roster. Look at their roster right now. <laughs> he's probably the only one or two quarterbacks on their roster right now. Yeah. So, them, boys are, um, them boys like the Spurs of the NFL. <laughs> them, boys, them boys got some years on. You know, so and I, I, he may came out with a big statement. I don't know if you heard you Murphy, Murphy and said – Nine teams ahead of made the biggest mistake. Of the I draft. did. I did see that. I did see so that. I was like, I okay. See that on okay. Yep, yep, yep. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, the fire has been thrown out there. Then, so we'll see. But we got pumping brakes real quick. Josh Rosen is the NFL, so you on pumping brakes. What was that one guy we were speaking on? We spoke on last year around this time. Who was talking about uh, he was going to come in a run? I think it was a running back. Remember. It was a guy that said he gonna come in the league, and we was like, "Bro, you ain't even played your first game." And you talking about you gonna either stat wise, something like that. Help me out, listeners who rock with us, man. Yeah. Somebody in the, it was was a rookie last Qu- year, quarterback, or he was either a running back or a linebacker. I think it was a running back. But for those who rock with us. Somebody said they was going to come into the league and just going to wreck shop. We were like, bro, you ain't even established yourself yet. Yeah. You didn't even know the fundamentals. But anyway, but it's in the archives somewhere. But whoever really rock with us and we, you know, that comes to mind, definitely let us know. Yeah. But it's still too early. Yeah, it is. It is. It <laughs> That's is. my you point. You even throw your first pass here to be talking like that. But um, if I had to, if I, I mean, I, I have a couple big ones. I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of them that kind of stands out. My, I like what the New York Giants did. Um, I argued that over the weekend too. Yeah, me too. I was kind of biased on it. Then I looked at the draft. They delayed their draft uh, prospects. Got a running back. When the last time the New York Giants had to run a running back? Bro? See, that's what I'm saying. It's the reason why. And I can't, I can't, I can't really think of. Brandon Jacobs. That's the name I couldn't think of this week. The big dude. Brandon yeah, Jacobs, number twenty seven. That's the name I could not think of. I was kept thinking, I'm like, who was that big then running back? He had, then he had Barber. But I'm saying far as under Eli Manning. Let yeah, me say that. Yeah. But I don't think Eli ever had a guy like he got now. Well, plus he getting old. So on the flip side, it's like you better be <laughs> like what Drew Brees is doing. Yeah. If I'm yeah. Eli Manning and the New York Giants, and my list like, okay, Murph, I see where you coming from. Let them young guns, let them young horses carry the team. But you just look around what he got. I'm thinking, you know, look at Eli with Odell, with Sterling Shepard, with the tight end Evan Ingram. He was a monster last year when, yep. when Odell went down. He was yep. the number one pass catcher. Now you throw in Brett, Brett, uh, Saquon Barkley, who's probably the immediate day one starter. He's at every three down. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He adds to your special teams. Yeah, he, like he's he, he's that difference maker on that squad. Game breaker. Then they go address the offensive line. Shout out to UTEP drafting the guy Will Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, we the told, left we guard. Spoke on him. Yeah. He was a first round talent, but he fell to the second round. And Still, he, he's in day one. They already he's, they say he's a legit day one starter. Yeah. So now you have your starting running back for the future, and now I have a starting <laughs> guard for the future. You have a premier receiver out there. You have yeah. a premier rookie 
not sticking your tight end. I agree. You know, so now defensively, okay. just make some some key moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, but they, that, they, that comes along with the territory. You know, I know we got to break it down too, real soon, brother. On yeah. the divisions. Yeah, yeah. That's so what we used to do. That we used to do that every year. Last yeah. year we did that yeah, too. Yeah, we've been doing it this year because I'm I'm picking the Giants. Really? In that division to win the whole that division, the Cowboys not gonna be close. You heard it from me. What about the um, Super Bowl champs? Nah. <laughs> like, nah. I mean, again, I, I, I'm not gonna say they're a one hit wonder, but I don't think they're gonna come back and and just and just have that impact. I think them Giants gonna go back. Eli still is the captain of that ship with that type of talent, like you just said, mm-hmm. and maybe a few defensive role players that can piece. That defense to be as strong as offense. I, I, I'm saying it now. I think them Giants. Me too. I mean, gonna be number one. I think the Eagles was. I think it was just a one hit wonder. Though. Yeah, me too. I'm just me being too. transparent. Foles, they ain't gonna have no backup. So if Wentz, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. I'm just it's just gonna be some dynamics on that Eagles team. Because the Cowboys, Blunt, no yeah, no longer there. So I'm just looking at some of them key guys that really didn't. Get the numbers, but they had experience. They can sit and show, you know, younger guys or people that might not play as much. Because Blunt, of course, he played with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You can't teach experience. So now mm-hmm. he's gone. Then, of course, Nick Foles, experience, more than likely going to leave. You cannot teach that. So I, I'm not saying they can't or will not pick up the one that has credentials. But I think that team, I don't see that team coming in. Just like last season, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I don't think they're gonna do it this year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give it to the Giants. And um, I don't know if you remember before the draft, I told you some, some guys that I was looking forward to getting drafted. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. Um, the guy with the hand. Yeah, one of the guys like I just mentioned right now, Shaquem Griffin. Yep, Shaquem Griffin. Yep. Uh, some people, oh man, people had him really going from either the first round to the fifth round, or whatever, and he he kind of fell a little bit. He kind of you know, but uh, end up going with the Seattle Seahawks fifth round. Pick uh, his brother plays there, so he get to reunite with his brother. Uh, you know, so that's kind of uh, probably the best story of the whole weekend. Um, I don't know if people seen the people seen the interview or the phone call, but it was a very emotional time for him. No Pete Carroll called him and let him know he was picking him. He'd be able to play with his brother. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've been talking about how they've been training in the childhood, they've been went through it and. I mean, I just want to see the guy be successful at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? If it's playing linebacker, it's playing special teams, just want to see him on the field, you know, and get to where he is now to be able to be an NFL player. And I mean, I, I was looking at his stats for the other day, and like, the dude was a player of the year in his conference like a year ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> the dude was a, was yeah. a monster like that, you know? So, shout out to him, man. Uh, touching story. Um, yeah. You know, living testament. If you can do it, you can do anything. You put your mind to it. You yes, know? sir. So he he's simplifies that at an all time high. And the Baltimore Ravens, D Murph, uh, picking up Lamar Jackson. Last pick of the first round. Last pick of the first round. Number thirty two. That's like a wake up call for Joe Flacco. Bro, get it together. Cause we ain't really heard his name since Super Bowl run. 
You know, so hey, that's been a few years. <laughs> Not one or two. Old. That's been a few. So that's like a wake up rush, jet flock out, flock out. Like, man, what's up, man? Get it going. Yeah, we, we, we got this. Cause you, you, you know, D Murph. You know, we watched plenty of football where them guys draft these guys like this in the first round. And the minute them old school dudes start tripping, Deshaun the, Watson, them fans and that fan base is gonna be looking Deshaun on that Deshaun Watson <laughs> on that sideline. Deshaun Watson, exactly. On that sideline, channel for that 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 game breaker, game, game breaker changer to come in the game. So, and he made the fifth quarterback to be selected in the first round too. Yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, I'm rooting for. I want. I want to see. I can't wait to play with him on Madden. Be real with you though, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson, Baltimore. I think he fell into a good. Type of organization with Ozzy Newsom and all the guys and Jim Harbaugh, Joe Harbaugh, the coach name. Get to learn behind Joe Flacco for a little bit. He got a receiver out there, two receivers now with Crabtree out there. Maybe Dez, but I don't think they're gonna go for Dez no more. No, but uh, yeah, that's still unknown. Yeah, so uh, good situation for Lamar. Uh, he was kind of getting beyond himself on the green room because he was didn't get picked. You know, he was kind of on the flip side, pouting a little bit. I on say. the flip side, though, I'm like, bro, you know. On the flip side, I think the media hurt him too because they were trying to say he need to be a receiver, which Baltimore have shown that they can't convert a quarterback to a receiver. They've done that with a uh, – I can't think of the name. Was it Troy Smith? It was somebody that they had, more of a scrambling quarterback type person, and they ended up converting him to a receiver. So – don't be surprised that they have that as an option, but they are going to have him starting off as a quarterback. But I think that hurt his, his stock when they was trying to decipher if he should be a receiver or a quarterback. On the flip side, this is talking bad cop. Because mm-hmm. you know how it is. If you're in a, in a boardroom, you want to make sure that you got the person for that one position. Not, well, um, is he this, is he that? And that's yeah. what they were trying to do during the draft. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. So I think that hurt him. And then you know Ryan, your your Pittsburgh Steelers took the walk. Yes, sir. During the NFL draft, which was definitely inspiring. Um, and when he announced the Steeler pick, which was dope, Mr. Ryan Shazier, another NFL player walked and announced their person, and he butchered their name. <laughs> Vince Young, you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't his fault. The card was wrong, and he and I and I he read it twice to make sure. It would be Vy. It would be. But um, I'm trying to think, what was the guy's name? Harold Landry was the guy's name. Yeah. But I think they put Honor Landry on the uh-huh. cue card, which yeah. But shout out to Vince Young. Yeah. It's not all his fault. I want to bring that out. And uh, what else I have? Uh, actually, two more surprise picks, Murph. And I mean, then after that, I probably next week I'll start breaking the draft even more down for a divisional for us. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you my best probably overall office of pick and my different. Obviously, I'm gonna go to Atlanta. They picked up Cam Cameron Ridley from Alabama, mm. the receiver, to go with Julio Jones. He is the number one receiver in the draft. And what 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 round he go? First. Okay, but what pick? 
23rd. That's why I'm getting. That's why I'm asking you that question for my listeners like out there. Because I was looking at the draft. I'm like, why ain't no receivers go in the top 10? 26, actually. He went 26, actually. You see what I mean? That's late in the first round. But you got five first-round quarterbacks and not one of their receivers is in the top 10 or 15. I'm just saying, this is just a fun, fun fact that I want to present. To the world You know and think about that You made a good point Because them 4-5 quarterbacks Probably not Four of them Might not even gonna Touch the field this year Compared to this receiver Who probably walks in And starting day one Yes sir You know so Just wanna throw that out there Big bro <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that That's a good point That's a good point <laughs> bro saying, You had to be in the top five For something yeah. Somebody <laughs> caught your passes <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's all I'm saying Yeah And Probably my best defensive pick Probably goes to Chicago Bears uh, who's a bear? Uh, VJ. Shout out to VJ. She's a big Bears fan. VJ. We were talking about the Bears too, and Jay yeah. Cutler, and we was who's anyway. I add my two cents in. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they did a surprise pick and picked Roquan Smith, a linebacker from Georgia. When we talked about him last week, um, probably the most athletic linebacker, fast linebacker, hard hitting linebacker. That was a surprise pick for me. I wasn't expecting him to go. I thought it was going to go receiver or something on the offense to help their quarterback out, and they picked this guy. But I'm not sleeping on because I'm a linebacker at heart too. So I'm rooting for the guy. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, so Roquan Smith. I think he's going to pop. I can predict it right now. He's the rookie of the year. He's going to be rookie of the year. We need that for the city. <laughs> for real. And, and remember, I told you they like Murph. Who's your football team? I'm like Bears because I grew up in Gary, Indiana, and of course I went to high school in Chicago. But is, it, is it really like heartfelt Bears all the way for you? Like you just bears to the core but like, see that's I, the thing but they have they have a high percentage if i were to look at the nfl teams bears would be the highest percentage okay okay but like my spurs do a die i'm spurs all day so you you don't feel the same way about about the bears like you do about the spurs? no not yet not yet not yet but they have the highest percentage as far as the nfl team <laughs> my spurs is my spurs though i'm a ride or die with them. you know okay. i mean and i especially with this quiet thing it bothers me because their organization been so Low key, yeah. under the radar for years, twenty plus years. So like again, out of twenty years, Murph, this one year, okay, cool. I'm still again rocking with them. So, but yeah, no, the Bears is is my number one football team. But it's not like oh, that's like my team. Like I got, I look up, you know. It's kind of like I, I, you know, follow them, but not to the point like my Spurs, like okay. in depth. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's what I got for football next week. I'm gonna break it down to visions, you know. So. Oh, uh, listen! Like the division breakdown, yeah, we're having more in depth to what you know one of the losers of each division. So they love it over the next couple of weeks, maybe months. So we'll be going down. I'll, be, I'll probably do two divisions or so. Okay. So you know, so. It's, it's your world, big dog. I'm just hey, let me know what you got going, so I can you know say be prepared. Yeah, so this was what I was leaning at about the Bears. So we was talking to VJ, and like I said, it was a lot of us, man. I think it was Jones. Well, whoever it was, we was like, why didn't, to your point, why didn't they get a receiver? Why didn't the Bears draft in the first round? To help the quarterback. Yeah. Especially when the quarterback before him was. Cutler. And we went ham. (laughs) I'm like, Cutler, you already knew whatever he did with the Bears, they got tired of it. It worked initially, but they got tired of like, we paying you all this money and our return on investment isn't where it should be. So he was like, uh, I'm going to be an announcer then. Okay, cool. He was going to be an announcer. Huh. Then the Dolphins come along. Boy, he dropped him so fast. The mm-hmm. announcer spot to be a freaking Dolphin. Let's me know that he don't want to be an announcer. Mm-hmm. 
And I say that to say, you don't want Trubisky to get burnt out like Cutler was. Even though I'm not defending Cutler, but I'm just saying you got to help him out. And defense will help defense win championships. Like you said, it's still back to the fundamentals, but you need to find that quarterback some help or he's going to get burnt out. That quarterback is only be as good as the people around him. He's only going to be as good as people around But Merv, they got Allen Robinson. I know some of my diehard Bears fans out there in the Midwest, you know I got love for y'all. Or just in football, we got Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson still going to need help. Yeah. He's with Jacksonville. And they got a kid from Memphis, too, a little receiver who's a dynamic receiver, you know, too. Kevin White? No. It's it's an APB out for Kevin White ever since he left West Virginia because he haven't. He got drafted to NFL, but he haven't done on the NFL. He was one of the top fifteen picks. That's why. I, that's why I'm going back to my. You know. You know he he's yeah. he's, he's he's on that ledge of being a bust. That's why I ain't giving up on him yet, though, brother. That's why I brought his name up. Okay, we'll see this year. Because I mean, but on, on the flip side, you know they they do have some names, but are they proven? Yeah. Allen Robinson been hurt off and on the past couple of years. Well, you know they're gonna probably lean heavily on that run game again because they, you know, Trubisky is still young at heart. But like you said, they gotta get him some help. That's the biggest threat for a young receiver is help. You know, so think about it. He's in the division with who? Green Bay, Minnesota, Minnesota now, and Detroit Lions. And these are all pretty much elite quarterbacks out here that's gonna score twenty five plus a week. Going against Aaron Rodgers. So that defensive rookie of the year that you just named, <laughs> well, he going to earn every single penny on oh, his yeah, paycheck. Yeah, he's going to get Matthew Stafford. Shout out to Sean. I got you, too. I ain't forget about Matthew Stafford. <laughs> you know what I mean? And guys like that, man. So we see how that goes. It's going to be interesting, brother. Very, very, very interesting. It was somebody that got released. I was like, that got released? Was it Tavar Austin? No, he didn't get released. T- Tavon Austin from the Rams got traded to the, the Cowboys. And that's what it was. Okay. Again, help me. Like I said, I was yeah, in Vegas yeah, over the weekend, brother. I was still and, getting um, it in, but. It's, 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 it's kind of iffy right now with Jason winning. Yeah, retiring. There and, we go. Um, yeah, uh, Antonio yeah. Gates maybe retiring to this party, two of the body best tight ends of ever all played. time. Yes, you sir. Know, in the same era. Tony Gonzalez, he's in them guys in that category. Thank so they, you. They might be hanging it up right now, too. So, pretty sure first battle Hall of Famers, both oh, of Witten and Antonio Gates. It's not official, but they're mulling. Witten retired. Yeah, I you think don't he need is. to say because he, he he got two offers to be a broadcaster or something like that. And Look, that's Tony Romo looking out for his dog. Hey, bro, come on to the other side, bro. Get a body wise good. Hey, man. I'm in his dog. I can get you in, brother. Look at Tony. That's my that's my quarterback. Yeah, that Cowboys is off on the port right now. So yeah. Now you see why I'm saying back yeah. to what I was saying. About I got the, the Giants yeah. number one. Everybody's jumping town right now, but hey, that's a topic for another discussion. <laughs> you know. Witten boys, you know, that's no it. Gary boys, he called them. So yes, sir, yes, sir, you yes, know. sir. Just like I said earlier in the show, guys, we did kind of do one of the questions for Demers Full Court Press, so we did answer that one. We won't actually do the segment today, like like I said, my dog got to get it in. I know I got to get some Z's because I only got a couple hours of sleep, but. Um, you want to give a shout-out? Mm. Shout-out to my boy, A.T. It was his birthday on Saturday. 
I know y'all probably seen we was cutting up on, uh, <laughs> at Philip Derrick on out there in our midtown. That's why Big Roy didn't go. He had a commitment. See, he, he told on himself. Nah, but that was my that's my, that's my, that's my boy since ninth grade. <laughs> like I say, I'm, I'm, I meet all my friends. I met playing football. Hey, in high Big school. Roy got an entourage, y'all. Y'all, he, hey man, my boy, my boy, and I'm the same way though. I'm yeah. not knocking. I'm just saying, yeah. I think it's interesting how you be like my boy. I met, I linked up with him from yeah, years ago. I mean, I, 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 all my homeboys and stuff mean really mean something to me. So I, until yeah. I get a chance to acknowledge them and celebrate birthdays or whatever they got going yeah. on with their families, I'm trying to be there. But that's why you that dude, bro. Keep telling. Saturday, um, happy birthday, bro. We, uh, if you seen a Snapchat, you know what we was doing. Uh, happy birthday, bro. Hope you enjoyed the weekend. You know, and all that. You know, follow me on IG and Snapchat. Roboy underscore twenty five R O B O I underscore two five and on Twitter at um turn to a row. Turn up. Follow me, man. Appreciate them because you must have been plugging me in Vegas because uh huh. You know, a motherfucker. No, it's called Big Roy Roboy Turn a Row, man. Yeah, I be plugging you, dog. Follows was coming in. Why, yeah, by why, yeah, where y'all waiting? West Coast. I'm in here down south. I'm getting friend requests. I'm like, I know D Murphy out there looking out for him. Hey, Big Roy, and I told you this offline in more depth, but on the air, dude, the partners and the groups that were there. The dynamic and just that bond that they have is so undescribable, and that's what we have. Like I said, they'll go kick it, you know, they'll do their thing, and you know they're a unit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's why I got love for my dog, because what you know, whether it was splitting the bill, like it was just, it, it's just something that's just smoother for them to do what they do. And same with you, it's smoother for me to bring this heat on why not sports into. To, to, to talk about us Because when they say Murph man, You got a co-host Or you by yourself I said man I got a co-host On Why Not Sports Big Roy Rub Boy Turner Row Not just my dog Everybody's dog So yeah I turned up I did But I'm just being <laughs> real When I get amped up When I'm, I'm yeah. passionate And shout out too To Siobhan Siobhan Askew My high school peer From 96 to 2000 Man she came And, and, and took Uh Took time out of her schedule. We went out to lunch, man. She was there for a couple of shows. And I definitely spoke highly of you then. And just overall, man, I, you know, like I told you before, I just don't take my success. And that's going to be in the titles, win some, lose some. But I don't take this success for granted, especially with Why Not Sports. When you bring the dynamic of football, like you said, I'm going to break it down. Used to be, I'm like, hey, you got the football. I'll add my two cents in. But you created, you dissected, however you want to organize it, I'm going to sit back let you do your thing. So, yes, I want people to know when this Why Not Sports, yes, I'm the face of the brand, literally. <laughs> but you have a huge huge part in that and i just want to just show you even behind the scenes i i, I gotta give you that love because it's like no nah, we you hit me up murph i'm gonna be that early in the morning and i'm looking at my clock like i gotta be up but i'm up so mm-hmm. thank you so yes yeah. i'm plugging you i'm gonna keep plugging you with my events and corpus christi hey y'all my, my, my co-host went to university of texas el paso we got love for texas and you know, anyway, just kind of giving you some things. So yeah, don't be surprised that you know it, it continue to to add up then. But uh, but yeah, y'all, episode seventy nine. You heard my dog talk about Mister Mister Brooks, how overcoming anxiety and still 
performing for the love of the sport. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, good times, bad times, it happens. But we do have love for this podcast game. We got love for you guys. Yeah, we're winning by making sure we we almost close to 100 tracks, almost up to 80 episodes. Also, quote-unquote, we might lose some because people might not rock with us. You know what I'm saying? People say, Myrf, why do you think that's losing? I just think at the end of the day, you can't please everybody. So what somebody might think is a loss, we're looking at it as a win. Small wins continue to add up to something greater, later, and huge. And for those who feel like you're losing, don't look at it as a loss. Look at it as what can I do to improve. Look at it look at it as what can I do to do better so I won't keep putting myself on the bottom of, of, of the totem pole or put my or put yourself or anybody in a position to where they feel like they can't win. Because once you go down, the only way is up. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. I'm one of the most positive people. Shout out to DMST, man, again, hosted Podpalooza in Vegas. Man, I, I, as you heard me and my dog tell y'all earlier in the show, I was still working. I was still thinking about how we're going to do the show, kind of what topics I'm going to lean toward, and still have a good time, network, rub elbows, and break bread. And I believe that's what we did in this yeah, I can tell. Man. I mean, shout out to Penrose. I seen you. Black Paco, I seen you. You know, so, man. <laughs> man, I had a good time. I can tell. No, no, I'm tired. I'm being <laughs> honest. I am so tired, y'all. I, I just got in a few hours ago. I kicked it with my boys this morning. Look forward to kicking it with them later on tonight, as well as putting out this show sometime this Monday. But just so I can stay consistent, no excuses. Now, I will admit the flagrant too. Shout out to the 50th episode on a Flagrant 2 coming soon. I did not post a Flagrant 2 episode on Friday just because I was, that was my first time, you know, first day in Vegas as far as the, you know, event. So, did not do that. So, I definitely got a double episode. Y'all know how I get on my double episode, especially for the Flagrant 2. So, be ready for that. But y'all, hey, it's DMurf at Yahoo. Email me. Look up older episodes on Facebook.com backslash why not sports social media twitter and ig at it's d murph that pop loser got a video that's gonna come out the next few weeks which again <laughs> dog <laughs> hey man and good luck next week in your event yes yeah, yeah we um, yeah we gonna recap on that corpus, as well man yep so yep take it yep, gonna kick with miss ava gonna murphy yeah i know you're gonna kill it but you know yeah man uh i'm gonna just give get a world a little bit like i said ava's gonna i'm gonna kick it with ava with with her and uh she, like, that's my daddy yep 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 so <laughs> you know and, I, and it was touching me man on, on even just on the way back on flying you know, i had my quiet time i was like man my daughter gets to see me speak in front of people who, you know, obviously she loves and respects me, but now she gets to see a new dynamic. Of course, I'm going to shout her out and kind of, you know, let her know the love I have for her in front of people. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but it's just kind of like, when, when, like I said, win some, you lose some. Because I lost a lot at that time frame when I left Corpus. I lost the house, lost a car, lost my, you know, solid credit. But now, obviously, that was then, but it's still a part of my story, which will be addressed. Uh, next week in Corpus Christi. So, and that pastor 
whose church I'll be speaking at was the one that seen me hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said, when you reach rock bottom, only way is up. Mm -hmm. And I had my hands out like, help. And he, he came through. So he, yeah, of course, I'll save save more of that information for uh, for next week episode. But I appreciate that, brother. No problem. I appreciate that. But check us out, man. Not getting sentimental deep on y'all, man. But we out. Man, I'm going to try to catch up on a few Z's before, you know. Anyway. Find a show. Most platforms, including iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify. Continue to subscribe, y'all. Please subscribe. Leave reviews. Continue to tell a friend or tell a friend. Any events you got lined up. I'm at this point now, man. Hit me and my dog up. We're coming to a city near you, bro. Man, I'm telling you, man. It's a couple of events they was already working on. Because they was like, yo, I know people. I can get, you know, the, we can kind of work some things out with this, that, and the other. It's crazy. Now people bringing out their, con their connects. Who they network with. Whether it's discount on plane tickets. I'm being transparent, bro. Discount on hotel. They're like, y'all, after this event, we've seen what y'all doing. You know, let's give it a couple of weeks. Let's work on a, 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 a city and a venue and we'll go from there. So it's humbling, man. But you would think hard work like this. Now people bringing out their, their sources, you know, their connections because they enjoyed your presence or they really see you out here making moves. So, again, thank God for that because, you know, it's, it, 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 it tends to get expensive. You know, so anyway, I know I know my silent supporters out there, you know, praying for us. That's why we love y'all, willing to do what it takes to keep us coming to a city near you. So, all right, y'all. Y'all know, hey, we love y'all. Until next time, until next week, and I'm saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on